Azanya Mosaka on 702. It's 11 minutes past two. Oh, we should be so lucky. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row, is it? No. Oh, it's, you missed last we week. We missed last week. But it's still. But I was up here to do something else. That's why you think it was two weeks in a row. Right. Yeah, so it's fantastic Thursday. to have you in studio. Thank you. And what in have, person. What, you know where I've just come from? I've come from Petco, a PET uh, organization, mm-hmm. um, celebrating the heroes in the, in the oh, recycling industry. And. And yes, and um, Dr. Melanie Sampson, what, they also do awards mm. um, of VITS. She is the hero of, of, she doesn't call them waste because she calls them reclaimers, which I just love. It's such a powerful word. And Absolutely. she celebrates them and she says, as you say, they save the municipality millions mm-hmm. from in landfill. And she got the um, Excellence in Academia Award for right. the work that she does yeah. with those reclaimers and how, uh, you know, and, and a lot of the awards spoke to just what urban heroes those people are you know we nice. some of us think oh they're in the way we're, we're trying to drive but but they they actually are heeros they are cleaning up our mess the mm-hmm. mess that we throw away and think there's no value we don't even think about for, it we don't yes. think about it that's how how uh, ignorant and oblivious we are of our waste yeah. you chuck it in the bin and that's where you, you you roll out your bin that's like where your responsibility ends Absolutely. And they see the value that they, they know what it's worth. They know what can be recycled and yep. what can't because they get paid for the stuff and they know what's more valuable and what isn't. Clear PET bottles, everybody. <laughs> Those are hugely <laughs> valuable. Yes. Um, so well done to Dr. Melanie Sampson. Um, and she, she's done so much work in actually putting them together with stake, mm-hmm. uh, these, these reclaimers together with stakeholders so they can start organizing themselves a bit and speaking to each other in different yes. areas and yes. just be proud of what they do and be recognized for it and for the huge role that they, oh, they play for the environment. Yeah. Absolutely. So today we're talking about something, something that happened different. to you. I love the coincidence, by the way. Yes, I, <laughs> I love it when these Absolutely. things happen. I love it. So you had a, a, um, an experience this past weekend. You're always at the airports. I'm always at the airports. Yes, always um, in rental cars. Uh, uh, this is a topic I talk about a lot anyway, uh, renting a car, because there's so many things that can trip you up financially if you're not aware of them. Yeah. And um, I was gonna, we were going to do the topic anyway, but, but as, as life happens, mm-hmm. um, I had a personal experience. I actually tweeted when I, when I arrived in Durban last Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I had to sign the form. Where I arrived late at night, and there was nobody to walk me to my car. And I always say to people in countless news reports and on air, I say, never take a car, a car before you've walked around, yes. taking the photos, take photos of the damage and whatever. Wind. This was late. It was dark. You, I wouldn't have been able to take great photos anywhere with my little iPhone, mm-hmm. um, at night with a flare. It's just, it doesn't happen. These, these little, um, problems are not usually a big bash in the bumper. <laughs> yeah. They say subtle things which could, mm. yeah. So off I went and actually, in the light of day the next day, I, um, I hadn't looked in the car, but I said, um, warning for those who don't check that a rental car's uh, existing damage, that is paint with scratches, rim gouges, chips, are fully noted on the damage check sheet. And then do a drop and run at return time. You will pay a hefty charge to your credit card. And, and it, was, it was, you know, a red warning on the form that I signed saying, I, the, the renter or driver, am not present at the time. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, termination of, of hire. We acknowledge that uh, we will be responsible for any loss arising from any cause whatsoever, which is not visible at the time this vehicle appraisal report is sure. repaired, subject to full inspection on return. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you just drop and run, uh, just because you anything. didn't, they didn't check it with you at the time and you, you agreed, are you are liable. Yes. So this is 
it wasn't quite my scenario. I arrived back. Actually, the next day I actually uh, phoned through and I said, there's some scratches, there's little chips on the on the bumper. I've just seen it now in the light of day. Yes. And please make a note. And I actually said laughingly, oh, I suppose if there's anything else now, I'm going to be liable. <sighs> I should have done a full check. <laughs> I dropped the car on Tuesday in, in the mid-morning. And now it's bright light and two guys oh ma'am front left tire there's a little cut had they noted the ones that you called about i don't know it wasn't on my sheet i only had my my copy okay which had scratches on the the bonnet well that was fine and then um come here and fill in an incident sheet and i know how that goes because i've seen many of those from people who've complained to me right yes and i was like i just don't believe this is (laughs) happening to me went into the (laughs) office and said listen I, I know I can't prove it, but I can tell you for sure that I did not. I was parking very wide of, of curbs and things. I know what what these things can cost in a rental car. Plus, you've got a, like a hundred. Uh, no, it can be nine hundred rand or something in 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 um, just claim admin plus the whatever the tire cost plus plus. Yes. Um, and the point, as I said to the guy there, he was saying to all his customers, please walk around the car very carefully and point out any damage that's not on the sheet to the inspector. And I'm like, and I never had can. that on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. It was dark. It was so lonely. I just walked to my car <laughs> and and had a quick look at what I could see. What can you see? It's dark. It's dark. And anyway, so we will wait and see what happens um, to my credit card because that's what happens. You just a few weeks later, then then comes the... What is the nature of those charges then? So do they charge you what it would cost to fix that hairline oh, yes. scratch? No, no. They probably would, uh, well, they'd probably want to replace the tire. Why should they bother with little patch-ups if they can charge the full amount to the to the renter. Mm. And so it's noted. It's noted. The next person who picks it up will pick it up. It's, it's noted I on the car. I don't know. They could have taken that car out and got the wheel replaced quickly and put yes, it back on. Yes, that's what I'm I saying. Don't know. Or if the next person didn't know, just this, 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 I, I can't say. I'm not saying the name of the company because I want to see how this pans out. Right. But when I tweeted that, a lot of people, it, it had a lot of response, people tweeting their own experiences. And... Um, uh, many said, I wonder how many times they can do that. On a scratch. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the industry is completely, um, <laughs> dishonest, <laughs> dishonest that way. But I think there are incidents when it does, ha- does happen that somebody, many times, that somebody gets, um, charged a lot for damage they didn't cause. And for someone like me that has a very heightened sense of justice and who puts their hand up when they've, and, and makes good when they've messed yes. up in some way. Because the difficulty is how do you also how can prove, I prove it? Exactly. How do you prove that it didn't happen while you had the car? I cannot. Yeah. And this is the experience that many, many people have yeah. when they rent cars. So, I mean, I'm almost embarrassed to relate this story. Uh, there are extenuating story, ex- circumstances, but that's how it happens. I would always say try and avoid renting a car at night. Take an Uber to where you need to go in a hurry. Come and collect and then, it. Yeah, you know, accept that you pay so much more if you don't take it from the airport, cause, especially if you drop at the airport so they sort of have you there and many of us especially in winter we are landing when it's dark Mm, mm, so it's a danger mm, area and mm. as you say you're on the back foot now to try and prove it right but let's take calls we're going to take a break right now but i want to take your calls about your experiences with car rentals you know the contract some of the things that you've had to pay for uh, maybe you didn't realize were part of your contract because you take the package when you book the car and in our minds that's almost like the end of it this is the package that you're taking you look at some 
of the, uh, uh, the, the, the high level responsibilities that you have about uh, a full petrol tank, for instance. I think that's the one that always stands out about and also where to drop it off, where you're picking it up and where you're dropping it off. But in between all of that, there are lots of small print uh, uh, details that often go neglected. So we want your car rental stories this afternoon. Lots of hazards. 011-883-0702-31702 for your SMSs and your WhatsApps on 0727021702. Did it have to do with a scratch? Did you drive on a gravel road? Were you caught up in a hailstorm? The list is endless when it comes to car rentals. Maybe you travel, maybe you're renting a lot. Uh, uh, what have you experienced? Let us know. We'll take your calls after the break. 702. 702 for the curious on 92.7 and 106 FM. 22 minutes past two and this afternoon we're talking about the hazards of hiring a car with our consumer journalist Wendy Nola. And we're taking your calls, of course, your stories with car rentals. Some of those things that you may be oblivious of or uh, that come back to bite you that are in the fine print. You know, the fine print is like just a death trap. Brett and Fourways. Good afternoon, Brett. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hi. I had an, acci- I had an accident in a in a rental car. Mm-hmm. We took the extra cover on the insurance from the insurance uh, from the rental company. Super waiver. And it, well, I know it's a waiver, but they don't just they don't talk as if it's a waiver. They tell you it's cover, and they tell you it's an excess. They speak insurance language. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you presume it's insurance. They charge you four hundred rand a day for that insurance. Not like you're insuring your Lamborghini, for goodness sake. How much do you pay on, on, on your insurance per day? It is absolutely ridiculous. How the bad was the accident, Brett, and how much did it come to in the end? The, the, the excess that they gave us was 8,000 Rand, and Whoa. then they told us, because the other car was damaged, okay, that we'd have to pay a 16,000 Rand excess on that person's car. I literally told them, I don't accept the fact that you talk all insurance language and when it comes to claiming, now it's a waiver and we're self-insured. That's a lot of garbage. For me, I told them, I'm warning you, if you you touch my credit card, I'm going to the FSB because you guys should be, you should be insuring the cars legally. Mm -hmm. They don't insure the vehicles. They're basically forcing you to bear all the risk. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Nowadays, I literally phone my insurer, I take the details of the car, the insurer, my insurer, gives me a premium of something like 45 rand. I pay oh. the fully comprehensive insurance on the rental car. Okay, I hand, them the, I hand them the paper when I rent the vehicle. I say, this car is now insured for the time that I'm going to use it. It costs me 45 rand a day, and I pay zero excess if there's an accident. I'm so shocked by the, the daily rate. You said about 400 rand you, you can for something that's not even insurance. And it's yes. not insurance. When the accident happens, they'll literally just take the money, that you, they take your deposit. So what the hell is going on? What is the use of insuring it? Mm-hmm. But the premium mm-hmm. is through the roof. And they call it a premium. And they call it excess. So really, as soon as you claim, now it's a waiver. Completely different uh, legal framework. How is this concluded, the, Brett? They didn't take my money. I, I told them, I'm warning you, 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 take, you take my money, I'm going to the FSD, I'm going to make a stink like you've never seen in your life. Yeah. I am going to sue you for taking my money. <laughs> this is illegal. And they don't tell you that when you, when you hire the car. They tell you the maximum excess is 16. The person doing the job doesn't have the training to tell you, oh, but if the other car's involved, yes, oh, sorry, yes. they don't tell you that. Additional yes. excess. 
So without that information, it's, it's completely false. It's a total ripoff. Wow. It's Brett, there's so much to learn. And thank you for uh, mentioning no, the fact that you've insured it with your insurance. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Outraged, as you can hear. Outraged. Can you imagine? Absolutely. Well, he's right there. They they do self-insure. I think um, I've heard them use that term and, and explain it to people. So I think some of the companies and some of the staff that work for those companies, those front frontline people, do explain it properly. So what it is is you get a, a standard waiver and a super What's waiver. What's the difference so, between the two? So it's and limiting also what your liability. Waiver? So a waiver is... Um, that you don't have to pay for the full amount, right? So if you have an accident, um, if you've got an, a, a normal waiver, you can be paying each, it's a different amount for each company, okay. but you can be paying 20, 25,000 rand, mm. right? It's still not the full amount, but you're limiting your liabilities to that. If you pay extra for the super waiver, and I did ironically on my, I always take super waiver. I can't remember how much it was extra, but I don't think it was 400 rand a day, right. but I, I did pay extra. Um, that means you limit your liability to around four thousand four and a half. So it's much more palatable. But there are certain conditions mm. under which that waiver doesn't come. Neither, even if you've taken the super waiver, you're on your own and you pay for the full repair or loss. Oh. So if you have, a, if you wipe out or have an accident of some kind on a gravel road, for example, it doesn't um, come in. If you, if there's water damage, you get suddenly caught up in a flash flood, as happens in Johannesburg. Yes. Um, remember, we spoke about that yes. little fit. Um, if there's damage to the undercarriage of the car, now who inspects the undercarriage of the car before you take it out to see if there's anything pre-existing? Mm. Um, and there are all sorts of other things, not reporting the accident or loss to the company in time. So you must look at how long you're given to report an accident um, if there's uh, an accident not involving another car all those situations actually mean doesn't matter what waiver you've got or haven't got the, you're paying the full amount the exclusion and it just comes yeah. off your credit card like that mm-hmm. so yes these companies um, have uh, you know they they have big repair bills obviously they have foreigners coming out who are used to driving on the sure. left hand side of the road and yes it's problematic for them and they have to cover themselves but but my, what I'm doing is saying Understand the risk and understand what you what you're in for if you have an accident or you're in a hailstorm. It doesn't have to be your fault, mm. or what under what conditions. You know, mm. if you're going to go on a gravel road, ask mm. those questions mm. before you get in the mm. car. And maybe you want to change your route, or maybe you know, take an Uber instead, or something. Exactly, like that. take an Uber yeah. instead. That's. Uh, a huge option now that we know all the built-in costs or things that are excluded because life happens. Eunice and Kilani, hi, Eunice. Yeah, yeah hi, Azania. I just want to follow up on this question that was posed previously. When they tell me if you hire a car from one of the rental companies, standard cover is, well, it's standard. It has to be included in the price. Yeah. If you take if you take a waiver, super cover, yeah. now to my horror, once I hired a car and I opted for super cover, but when the bill came, I noticed that on the invoice I was charged for standard cover and I was charged for super cover. So when I queried this, I said, but hold on, standard cover, for example, whatever it was, it was 60 or 70 rands a day, I'm not too sure. But then the super cover is, say, 150, but you're being charged for both. And then when I queried it, I found out that's the norm in the industry. So to my understanding, if I opted for super cover, I should have been charged only for super cover right. and not for the standard cover. But I must tell you, Azania, I took this matter up with the National Consumer Council and I followed it up and re- 
they couldn't give me an answer eventually i just let it be and I, oh, I'd like, I'd you like, paid up i'd like wendy's opinion on sure, that I, I, sure. thank you, you, you i'm very grateful to you because you've raised something i wasn't aware of and all the coverage i've done of these issues Eunice, i've never been aware of that and in my case i said i want this the super cover and i um as far as I'm aware, I didn't pay for both, but um, mm. um, that's uh, you can't pay for two forms. It's one no. or the other. So I'll definitely I'll follow that up with Savrala, which is the Renting and Leasing Association. Eunice, thanks for the tip off. Right. So I think that's a, a we need to pay attention to exactly like the details of what we've been billed for. I think that's a, a sound warning from Eunice. Let's take headlines now. It's two thirty with Rifulam Pakanyane, and then we're coming back to your calls. What's happened in your car rental life? Uh, were you surprised by any of the hidden costs? Because we're ha- learning a hell of a lot when it comes to uh, the hidden costs. What's in the, the fine print and even the interpretation of uh, some of the details that we contract for. 702. Asanya is on Twitter at Asanya underscore. 25 minutes to 3. Wendy Nola joins us in our Johannesburg studio. She's our renowned consumer journalist, and you can also check out her podcast uh, online on 702. But every Thursday, she joins us as we interrogate a consumer matter. This time around, it came from her own personal experience when she had flown down to Durban and she rented a car. Um, it took possession of the car, the car rental at night, only to find the following day that there was a scratch, which she's likely to be charged for. Uh, and that led her to take, even though she's done so in the past, looking at the contracts that we enter into, she took another closer uh, look at them and uh, there are lots of pitfalls. If you're not aware, and many of us don't take the time to read uh, these car rental contracts. So we're taking your car rental stories with Wendy this afternoon. Alfred, Good afternoon. Uh, hi, Azania. Hello. I um, thought I would share my story from this past weekend. Mm. Um, flew down to Cape Town for a, for a long weekend. Um, logged on to, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but let's say it starts with a T and it ends with a T, <laughs> and they offer you multiple different uh, users or different iCar agents. Selected a car, which I thought was, was fine, and I did exactly um, what you should. I took the um, super... Uh, yeah, um, I, I didn't think the bill seemed unreasonable. I got to the airport, picked up the car, and was then told that I was going to have a 17,860-odd rand hold put on my credit card what? for the insurance liability on the car. 17,000 wow. rand? They, they 17, all put a hold, but not that, yeah, that's on, very high. Why? They all do it. Uh, I have not. Right. To cover themselves, the, you have an incident. But not the excess. Yeah. To their um, to their complaints department, and the, <clears throat> sorry, and the guy told me uh, the guy who helped said um, they've received quite a number of these complaints recently. One guy was charged twenty five thousand rand um, for a four hour car rental. Four hours. Now the think? now the, the the irritating part of this is that that hold is is they tell you it will be two bank weeks before you are refunded. 
It's so, one thing yeah. to know you're getting it back. It's just, it's another thing. Mm. It's not quite what the average person expects. When they no, it's not. And then, of course, you will be charged the interest on that amount. Uh, uh, of course. Yes. And, and I, I, I think, yeah, it's just, uh, and then they say, yes, but it is in the terms and conditions, which of course it is. Nothing in that you do. PDF. Isn't that a little thing that you yes, must open up? Isn't on? that the great uh, response? A response that just warms your heart. It's in the terms and conditions. They... They, um, sorry, it just sounds like a deadline. They say, you know, after I've spoken to many of the companies, I've spoken to the to the rental and leasing organisation, and they say, yes, well, yeah, you you're giving a total stranger the keys to your two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand rand car, whatever it is, yeah. and you know they need to protect themselves. Yes, and we get that there is a got to be a balance between our interests as consumers and those of the company. Yeah. Um, but my my whole point is. Know what you're in for. Mm-hmm. Find out what hole they're going to put on. Make them commit to when they're going to give pay it back and put it in your diary. I get loads of complaints about the um, delays in these holds being lifted. A, a huge number of complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so always put them on the spot and make them commit. And then, and as I say, hold them to that. Does it matter? Does the hold depend on the kind of car that you've rented, like Kia, Rio yes, versus a BMW? I'm pretty sure series. it does. Mine have always been quite low because I don't go yeah. for the posher cars. Okay. But, but yes, it's, it's proportionate to the risk. Right. Let's go to Laura in Brinston. Hello, Laura. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Um, my, my issue was I rented a car recently in Port Elizabeth mm. and returned it earlier because my meeting finished earlier. And um, I had pre-booked, granted, but they wouldn't refund me the additional day or the earlier return. Why? They said because I had booked through one of the, the group car rental companies, not directly. through them directly. And so I lost a day in car rental simply mm. because I didn't need it. Mm. Yeah, that's also common. It's in the terms and conditions. I took up one of those cases because it was a, it was an extraordinary case. The young child had got critically ill and they had to get back home to their specialist doctor. Something really yes. heartstring tugging like that. And yeah. they were still refusing. I took up the case and they, they did refund them. But, but generally speaking, um, and it was also a pre-book. Generally speaking, you, what you defense f- did you put up for them to refund it? I think it was just one of, um, you know, I can't remember the exact details. As it was about okay. a year and a half ago, but uh-huh. but it was, it was. The, surely these things should be. Um, I think it also it wasn't a, a, a critical period. Um, mm. or, or it was, somehow it worked in their favour. They returned mm. the car, and it was a it was peak. It was Christmas, mm-hmm. and it was a high demand for cars, as we know. And they were able to re um, rent the car, that sort of thing. Yes. Um, so the whole idea is you commit to paying for that um, period. They might have turned away other bookings for that car, exactly, and now exactly. you know it's uh, you you are liable. So they they protected in their contract. But I fought for that case because as I can't remember the exact details, but it was one where they should have exercised some discretion, mm-hmm. and they failed to. And they, okay. they did after I got involved. Well, next we've got Sanj in Rosebank. Hello, Sanj. Hello, good afternoon. Very interesting. So, very quickly, what I would like to be. Uh, ventilated. La- last year, some, sometime, we hired a car down in Durban. Yeah. And uh, on returning the, the car, 
we had uh, we had a single guy that did the handover when he gave us the car. Basically, he did a walk around and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. When we gained the car, there was a guy that went underneath and the guy that put the stool and went on top of the roof to actually see if the uh-huh. car was damaged. Yes. And our, our jaws fell to the, to the ground. And uh, obviously, I said to him, hey, hold on. You know what? This, this was not checked with me when the guys gave me the car. But to put the genie on top, they took the car. I filled up the tank. Uh, uh, at a garage next to the car rental com- company. I gave them the receipt showing them how much we filled up. They still took the vehicle across and they filled it up like how a taxi pulls. I actually had to take a video and I said to them, do you know that this is unlawful? Because their safety cut off is there for exactly that safety should the car capsize, the fuel supply will cut off. Yes. And they were totally oblivious to what I said. After one month of emails back and front, I finally got a hold of the regional manager who finally apologized to me, but very, very hesitantly after me threatening to report to, to some sort of safety uh, mm-hmm. organization because of what they, they were doing. And you know what? Although they apologized to me, I'm not convinced they stopped doing that. So why would they want That's to top it up to the brim? Would they, they were going to charge you for that additional top-up They charged the tank. me for yeah. the extra fuel. So basically, they will give me with a normal uh, tank of fuel, and they will charge me that extra. It was about an extra 280 rand or so. Mm-hmm. That's so what's going to happen to me too. Away, but, but it's not about that. It's about the, it's about the safety. The yes, car yes, yes. can catch a light. Yeah, it's it's if a tank is full like that, and that's illegal. Sure. And this is a really large car rental company. Yes, I, yes. I heard this show and I said, you know what, I'm sure people are going to agree with me on this. And no, and thank you, Sanj. Uh, and the fact that when you took the car, nobody took a stool to check on top. This is what I want to talk about. Or check the undercarriage. Be- but when you bring it back... This is what I want to say. Um, and Sanj, please, if you're on, air, uh, on mm-hmm, the line still, mm-hmm. please speak to our producer and leave me your details because I want to follow up on that. I have had a similar complaint before and I've, I did take okay. it up and okay, I can't remember line, what, mm-hmm. what the answer was. I want to see if it's the same company, if they're still doing it. Um, but exactly, you've hit the nail on the head as a, what they do when you bring the car back, they should do when you take the car out. So they must get a little trolley and look under the car, whatever it takes, like a mechanic in a, in a, in a workshop. Mm. They must get their mm. stool and mm. look on top. I once had this case as well. Someone said there were dents in the top and they said there was hell. And they actually showed, we went, I went and got the weather report from the area that they were in and they said there was no hailstorm and they, and they took, and they didn't charge. But you had to go I to mean, those I'm lengths. a short person. I can't see. Cars are getting taller and taller. I can't see the top of the roof. So, I, you know, that's, I've said in a column before, stand on the dorsal, stand on the, you know. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, um, have a, and look have a good look. But, I mean, you know, nighttime, it's late. You're rushing to a meeting. Whatever you're doing, it's not always possible. So they should be there and doing it with you. But it's like insurers when you mm. when you take out a, a policy. Mm. They They – just take your word for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And and don't interrogate you on certain things. Don't mm-hmm. say, come and look at your house to see if what your stated value of your of your goods is what it, it really is. Yeah. But then they do um, what they call underwriting at claim stage. Now you claim, they throw every forensic at you. Yes. They come, oh no, you're under. You're <laughs> under. It happened to me. You are undervalued. So your furniture will only pay you fifty percent of your claim. That they must do when you take the car what they do when you deliver it. That would be fair. Absolutely, I'm in agreement. And I think now that we know, especially from Sanja's case, maybe you should, we should insist. 
we should insist that they do all of these checks up front, what they will, what they would be doing at the end as well. We do need to take a break. Coming back to more of your calls, so many SMSs as well. We'll be sharing those and we're looking at the hazards uh, of uh, car rentals, the fine print that will sometimes just catch you out and obviously cost you uh, and reduce your bank balance. 702. Asanya is on Twitter at Asanya underscore. It's 12 minutes to uh, 3 o'clock. And SMS says, my car rental story. I had a small wall bump. Uh, the wall paint was the only evidence thereof. I completed the incident report. Upon leaving the rental place, I actually saw one of the car maintenance guys simply wipe off the paint. And it was good as new. Mm. Uh, but I was still charged 3,000 rand for the damage. Another one says, car hire wanted to charge me 3,990 for a scratch. I took the car across the road to a petrol attendant. Um, and the attendant polished it out with three drops of petrol. <laughs> I bet you didn't charge. They didn't charge it for the After three that, drops of petrol. Yes, where's the evidence now? I've got quite a lot of calls. Let's try and get through them in the limited time. Paul, thanks for your patience. Wendy and I are listening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Nazania. I just wanted to tell you that um, I was uh, I rented a vehicle because my car was broken down, mm-hmm. um, and then took the car back. Subsequently, I did make a video of the car and walked around because my wife works in insurance. And lo and behold, a week later, I got an email that um, they're going to charge me 10,000 rand. Got in the car, went back, took the car, took the video, showed them, and they sent me an email that they are not going to charge me. So my vehicle, so I took my, I got my car back, went back, and there was another problem with my car, so they had to sort it out. So we rented the vehicle again from the same company. Lo and behold, as luck has it, I get the same car again. Mm-hmm. Make the video. So they still didn't make the change. Mm. And when I took it back again, they wanted to charge yeah. me the 10,000 rand for the, for the, for the damage. I had to go and show them again that the video mm. of the video where, where there was no damage. You're actually confirming what we were talking, we were talking about, about earlier on, Paul. Keep yes. recharging. Paul, please. I love that story. Please speak to our producer. Leave your name. I want to follow up with you off air, please. All right. So, Paul, just stay on the line and give your details to Kabazela. Michael in Northcliffe. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon, Azania. How are you? Good. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Wendy. This is a very interesting subject. So um, a few years ago, my company sent me down to Cape Town mm, yeah. to visit a client. I picked up the car and had the car for a subsequent amount of four days. And um, what happened was once I returned the car back to Cape Town International Airport, um, I then received a bill uh, to the finance department stating that I'd done an extra 800 kilometers and the company wanted to charge us an extra 9,000 rand. Wow. How did that happen? Uh, That was was exactly my point. So I queried it with finance. I I went back to my company and said, look, I did not do so much driving. Yes. We then then took it up further and they actually halved that bill because they couldn't prove that I had driven so much. Okay, so at no point did you take a log of the kilometers of the car when you took... Yes, that's exactly it. So I queried the the amount exactly from the time that I took Mm -hmm. uh, rental of the car to the time that I returned the car and found out subsequently that they had emailed my company an extra 800 kilometers. That's like going out of town. That's another tip. Uh, There's so many to actually take a photograph with your phone of the odor when you take the car and when you drop it off. But I mean, it's... 
I will say it's quite difficult to remember all these things to, to, do, to protect you, to do the exactly. proper thing. I once, in March, I had a car um, with some other journalists in Durban again, mm-hmm. and one guy was a panel beater. 20 minutes later, he was still finding little things under the car, on the, like a job. <laughs> and the poor guy was there with his sheet running out of space to fill it all this. I know. I was like, go, yes, do it. Yes. Yeah. Because we also forget the tires. We forget the mag Everything. wheels, like Underneath. scratches that are on those, uh, uh, mag wheels, on the yeah. rims. That's yeah. it. Vince in four ways. Hello, Vince. Hi. Yes. Uh, I have the occasion to go down to Cape Town on a regular basis, and I've had endless troubles. The last time I was down there, um, you know, when you don't connect your car, there's never anybody to go through it with you. Yes. There's always 40 uh, man inspection team. (laughs) And they had circled the wheel on on, on the vehicle, indicating that there had obviously been a problem, and when I checked it, the hub cap was scratched quite badly, so you think, okay, that's all good, it's covered, whatever, and you go away. When you come back, there's a, one of the ladies walks up and she's looking around, and she took her fingernail and sort of pulled back the rubber on on the wall of the tire. It was the slightest. That's what happened to me. Mm. Exactly and, what happened to me. And, and she said to me, oh, you've done this. I said, oh, well, yeah, look on the piece of paper. They circled the wheel. And she said, no, no, but that's for the hub cap. It's not for the tire. Wow. So I ended up getting billed for, for that tire. But here's the question. Do they, I, and I'm still waiting for them to send me the invoice of where they replaced that tire. Because what happens is that I'm pretty sure they bill you for it, but they never ever bother doing anything. So the hub mm. that you get billed for, mm. or, or whatever it is, doesn't mm. actually they bill 10 customers for an already exactly. <laughs> over and over again. Right. And you never ever get to see that, okay, They've repaired that. Yes, yes. So you've requested it, but they haven't given it to you. I'm still waiting. You're still waiting. It's like wow. asking for those call, the conversations, the call center conversations, the no. recordings. Those Another petate of mine. And never I'm, arrived. So yeah. now he's waiting to prove for the um, invoice. The, just on that, I just wrote a story recently. Um, if you if you take out tire and windscreen, it's an extra thing, which I didn't do this time. Um, it doesn't cover rims and caps. So somebody hired a car up here from mm-hmm. ORT. Um, they had, it was a cheapish little car and it had four covers rather than rooms and one was missing when he took it back when he went to fill up at the, at the, at the he airport. He noticed it wasn't there. The, the, yeah. the attendant noticed. And he, I think that little lot cost him 2,000 rand, the claim fee, admin fee, as well as the, the new cover yes. on his rental. And they said, sorry, it's, it's, it's tires. It's not the rims. Hard so if lesson. you gouge a rim or a, a cap, a cover gets stolen or falls off, mm. um, even if they didn't put it on properly, you can't prove it. Um, then, yeah. then you're on your own. You pay for the full amount. I think in the way that Vince was describing it too, this is probably a known, uh, defect or little issue with that car that Ooh, you just, look, Oh, look at that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, this is where we check. We know yeah. this car. Yeah. Then fine, t- charge you for that. Um, Noni in Alberton. Ooh, Noni. Hi. Yes, we can hear Hello. you now. Good afternoon. Afternoon. Uh, uh, yes, um, I rented a car this year, February. Yes. And um, what happened is um, I damaged it, but not like uh, damage as, as such. So it's like bent sort of on, on the left hand um door of the, the passenger. So I, I know the owner of my clinic and then he fixed it for me because it was like a bit damaged. 
So I returned the car in any case. And then after two, two days, I received a call from the, the, the car rental company. Mm-hmm. And yes, they said to me, um, you damaged the car and we're going to actually send you a bill. I'm like, okay, no, that's fine. I did damage the car on the left hand side of it. I don't know if they, how did they notice it? So now, after so two days, 14,000 and something rent was out of my bank. So I was shocked and I called them. I said, why um, am I being charged for so much amount? Because I don't think that uh, damage it could be cost uh, 14,000 and something rent. They said, no, it's not just a scratch. They've had a lot of things. Said, no, 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 no. I only damaged the, the one side. Then they send you pictures at the evidence and it's something that I did not even do. I don't know about mm. it. Mm. So on top of that, they did okay retain my money, but every month they keep on detecting. Now it's escalated to 24,000. Even yesterday, I called them. I'm complaining, like, guys, you keep on detecting money on my credit card, and on the complaint, they'll return it back, but again, mm. they detect it again. again the in the month. following uh, month. Yes. Yeah. Noni, if you would like me to try and help you with that, um, try being the operative word. I don't know if I'll have success, but I'm certainly willing to try if you'll um, get my email address from our producer, um, Kabazela, mm-hmm. and um, I will get hold of you and, and um, you can send me an email. I it through. Right, yeah. okay. Make that go away. So I think we've learned a hell of a lot, especially uh, don't try as much as you can not to take the car at night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and always have someone with you and actually insist that they check don't the rims, the, car. the tires and underneath, on top. I forgot one more thing. It's right. an extra charge for a valet. So I had this family oh. over December. They went to the beach from here. I mean, it, the rental was to PE or something. Mm-hmm. And um, they took the car back with some sand because they had kids and whatever. And they got charged this hefty valet. I don't know. It's, it's quite a lot. Quite a few hundred rand extra because they said, no, it's, it's, it requires special equipment to hoover up the sand. It's like, do you warn people they're going on a beach holiday? It's December. So if you do anything, it, rather just get the, clean, the car cleaned yourself, sweep up the sand. Yes. Because it's yes. very expensive. At a regular car wash. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. It yes. requires special equipment. Mm, special. We'll find a way to justify anything. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy, Thanks, as always. Asa.